Hello, everyone. I'm Carl. I'm Em. Welcome to our new podcast discussing all the latest books. This is our introductory episode. We promise to give you all of our honest opinions on characters, chapters, and scenarios. We don't mean any harm to any of the authors. This is solely our opinions. We promise to Carl them like we read them. We Period. read them. <laughs> Carly and I met back in 2018 when we went to college together at Arkansas State University. Go Red Wolves. Go Red Wolves. We eventually started working together and she moved off to college in Illinois where I stayed in Arkansas. We continue to talk every single day and we are really excited to get to do this where we spend more time together and we get to read some of these new books that we maybe haven't thought about reading and discuss some of our favorites. And we hope that you join us next week in discussing our first book, which we will introduce at the end of the episode. And hopefully you guys will be able to read along and enjoy the same books that we do. So don't fast forward the episode just to find out the book. You got to listen and get to know us. <laughs> okay i'm about to introduce them and you can probably hear them in the background because now they're right here beside me going at it sorry okay all right <laughs> so as i said i'm carly i have two fur babies that are trying to get in the camera as we speak one is named ruger one is named remington they are both gun names but that's not why they got named i am a practicing attorney in the state of illinois my favorite book is To Kill a Mockingbird, and my favorite author is Sarah J. Moss. Hi, I'm Emily. I am a manager of a car dealership in Arkansas, and I'm also manager of an apartment complex. I have three dogs, Bella, Bailey, and Benjamin. I live with my boyfriend of 10 years. Favorite book is Fourth Wing. It's had an absolute hold on me since I started reading it three weeks ago. It really ago. has. And my favorite author is Rebecca Yaros. I really enjoy her writing style, and hopefully we maybe get to read some more of her books in the future on this podcast and get to learn more about her different types of books that she writes. Okay. And so like we said, this is our introductory episode. So for that, we're going to play a game of this or that so you guys can get to know us a little bit better. So for number one, it is, do you read one book at a time or can you read multiple? Emily? I prefer to read multiple at a time. So I usually have between four to five books to read at all times, um, just because I may get bored in a section with one book. So I want to pick up another one and kind of, you know, get back some excitement. But I also, my mind goes in multiple places. So I prefer to have multiple books to read at once. So I'm the opposite. I can technically <laughs> read multiple books at once. But I prefer one. And I will like skim read to finish it so that I can get to the next one. But I try not to do that because I really don't like that. But if I read multiple <laughs> at once, there has to be like a purpose. Like for this podcast, I'll probably be reading multiple at once, but it'll be for a purpose, you know. But I really prefer one. Okay. So number two is paperback or hardback. I think everybody's going to attack me for this, but I prefer paperback because I can bend the binding, which I've now learned a new technique according to TikTok that I'm going to try to save the binding a little we bit, but I prefer that. Book talk. <laughs> it teaches you all, all the necessary things you've never learned in life, but I really feel like with the paperback, it's a little bit more easier to read for me and it's not as like constricting of this is the only way you can hold it kind of situation. Like there's, there's multiple ways, almost, you know, like an ebook kind of situation, but my personal opinion. I don't know if I'd say it's like an ebook because that phone ain't bending. But I know what you mean. Like you can get in different positions better with a paperback than you can a hardcover. Yes. I agree. Yes. I agree. Yes. I'm always scared too that like the actual paper cover of a hardback, like what actually comes off, I'm always scared I'm going to ruin it somehow. Like it's yes. like, it doesn't need to be bent. If it gets bent, I'm going to freak out. So paperback is just much better for me. So then the next one, speaking of ebooks, is do you prefer physical books or ebooks? It really depends for me, like, when I'm reading. If I had to pick one, I'd pick a physical book. But, like, every night I go to bed, I read I read an ebook. So, if I, I really use an ebook, Kindle Unlimited, it's the best thing ever. But I read that almost, on that every night. But if I had to pick one, it'd be a physical. What about you? I personally prefer the smell of a book and the feel of a book more than I do, like, an ebook situation and I feel like I just really can't focus as well on an ebook as much as I can before we even started this episode we were talking about an audiobook and 
you know, I have to listen to the graphic audios to be able to really understand even or like hear the noises and stuff like that to really get involved in that kind of thing. So it's kind of the same with a physical book or an ebook. For some reason, I can get more into a physical book than I can an ebook. Plus, I feel like there's extra distractions. So if I get an alert on my phone or something like that, I'm going to tend to that versus read the book. Oh, yeah. You should definitely turn on your Do Not Disturb if you're reading an ebook because when that text message just popped down, you're going to answer it. It interrupts your train of thought. Do not disturb. Yes. Beautiful. Every time. So the next one is, do you prefer one point of view or two plus point of views? Me personally, I prefer the multiple point of views just because I'm the person that looks at all different sides of the scenario. So to me, to be able to see maybe in a love triangle, it's, you know, maybe one of the guys and one of the girls or whatever the case may be to kind of figure out where they're coming from a little bit and kind of see how maybe the perspective plays into how the scenario's coming out. I, yeah. I agree. Multiple is definitely better. I want everybody's point of view from the incident, especially like in a romance novel or enemies to lover. I need that. I need to know what he and she is thinking so I can just eat that up because absolutely. Yeah. No, I have to have more. I love that. I mean, I'm not going to complain if it's just one point of view, but I like And honestly, in our book that we're reading the first book which we're not going to spoil it still yet but there is a certain scene that i think everybody really loves whenever they read the book that you kind of get to see and hear both sides of it that you're like oh this makes this scene so much better like knowing both sides as well yeah i can't wait i haven't read it yet spoiler alert i haven't read the book yet but i love the spicy scenes especially when they give me multiple point of views I like that. <laughs> like that a lot. Okay, so the next one is, do you prefer to read in the morning or at night? Like I said, I read a lot at night. That's really more when I have availability. But I am a morning person. So if I had to pick, I probably actually would prefer to read in the morning. But it just doesn't work out that way usually. So what about you? I think you need a rocking chair on your front porch so that way you can sit there and, and sip your morning coffee and, and rock and I read do. your book. I, I feel like absolutely that's just, need a rocking chair. Do you. Yes. <laughs> Me personally, I prefer night. I am a night owl through and through. I think that's why we get along so well as we're pretty much complete opposites with a lot of things. But we pretty much just stay up all night me and my boyfriend so i mean he games i read my books so it's just pretty much easier for me to to stay up and read a book and also it's kind of undivided time that i'm not like in a rush to get ready for work or anything like that as well so now however on the weekends i'll probably be up if i really am enjoying a book really early to like get my start of my day to get this book you know finished so i can figure out what's happening is it still morning reading if you never go to bed or is it still night i think that's a debatable topic (laughs) i think that's still night (laughs) i mean i usually take a break to like take a nap i guess you can say go back to it i mean it's the least probably i'd say three to four hours but I mean, it's it's a good size nap. So the next one is tea or coffee. I prefer tea. I like the smell of coffee, but the taste is just not there for me. I guess I maybe haven't found my right, you know, coffee. Don't come for me. But the tea, I prefer actually iced sweet tea. Classic South, you know, South girly. You're basic. Know what you just called me? Basic. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Classic South girly. <laughs> I like my sweet tea. No, I feel... I feel like coffee is a basic thing, but I agree. Actually, hot take. Yeah. I think <laughs> I feel like I feel like tea's not as basic. I think like, you are playing games no, in the with your intestines, but I think drinking the- all that coffee. <laughs> I feel like the tea in the South is a basic thing, but like everywhere else is not. So unless you're from England, but no, you want a cuppa. A cuppa. A cup of tea. Sorry. Anywho, I. Fun fact, I love London. I went the first time last year. Very excited. No, but I actually prefer tea, and I do like hot tea. I get made fun of a lot. If I go out to somewhere that has hot tea, I will actually order it, and everyone at the table is like, you're about to drink hot tea? I'm like, it's the middle of the night with pasta or something, and I will because it's delicious, but I love sweet tea, too. No, for a sore throat, I get the hot tea. Oh, absolutely. A good typical. hot tea with honey. Oh, my gosh. You feel so much better instantly. It's like a, it's an no. instant thing for me. Not with honey, but oh, the hot tea. The honey is good for you. 
It's it's not my it's not my cover. <laughs> it's not my cover. Okay. All right. So number seven is: Do you prefer? Oh no, Emily. Do you prefer a bookmark what? or do you fold your pages <laughs> like a psychopath? Em, let's hear from you. <laughs> I fold. Oh my, pages. my gosh. I. And then I also like I didn't realize I do it, but I do also like grab random things to make into bookmarks and yes i'm that crazy person but like it's just so inconvenient to keep up with the bookmark it's not that inconvenient it's, it's really not that inconvenient to go get a bookmark sis it you literally goes in the book and you close it and it holds it right there for you yeah but it's the keeping up with it that's a problem not you just set it beside the, you wherever you're reading that's easier said it's than done. It's not. Because it, it, I cannot believe that you fold your pages. It literally pains me to know that you have books that have creases in the corner throughout the entire book. I, If I'm walking through the house and doing chores and I'm reading at the same time, then like if I just – I forget which room I leave. Like I mean there's just there's just so many different just scenarios. Sit the book down, clean this. the room, then pick the book back up. Okay, you have not read my favorite book yet, so you have no right to say that. I've read other books that I've enjoyed as much, and I would have just read the book and then cleaned the room, if I'm being honest. I, I wouldn't have done both at the same time. Okay, well, you also only read one book at a time, so you're that weirdo, too. <laughs> okay. I'm the weirdo. You fold your pages and break the spine. <laughs> They're going to eat you up eat you alive mm. probably that's all right ain't gonna lie okay. what about you <laughs> i just realized <laughs> i never even answered i just attacked you <laughs> i'm sorry okay so i actually do prefer bookmarks obviously because it's not a preference it's a right it's a you have to use a bookmark but anywho i do actually i'm like on a I'm, and I'm not saying I don't use them. I just don't use the specific, like, this was made to be a bookmark. It may just be, like, a piece of That's, paper. If you, can keep, if you can keep up with a ripped piece of paper, you can keep up with an actual bookmark. No. I'm talking about, like, I can't find my bookmark, so I go to a notebook and just rip out a piece of paper and stick it in there. Or, like, I'll use, like, a bill or something, you know, that's, like, laying around. You know okay, first of all, I appreciate that. At least you don't fold the pages at that point. You do sometimes, though. But you know what you need? You need that stand where you can just literally sit your book on it and it holds your page. I actually ordered that, and I think it's in one of the boxes. Look at that! Right now, Great minds so. like alike. Okay. I actually ordered the the pillow one that I was telling you about, too, that, like, you set your book in and it holds the book yeah. up. I ordered that, too. Let me know too. if that works. Well, I felt like I needed to be more committed to the whole reading thing so that way yeah well considering we're starting a podcast it's probably a good idea <laughs> i mean if now why not Correct. ever but yeah okay so my answer is i prefer bookmarks obviously but i am on a like kick of buying like the little magnetic bookmarks and i have just started a collection of them that when i start a new book i go through it and pick one out that like matches the vibe or the theme and I'm obsessed. It's very fun. Highly recommend. I can honestly tell you I have like 20 of those and I have no idea where they are currently. The only bookmark I am very proud of, I have kept up with it, it has Hedwig at the top of it. And like, I feel like it's of some value. So like, I keep up with it, but it doesn't actually get used as a bookmark. It gets put on my shelf as a display so that's fair like, i have some bookmarks that are i have like a really pretty it's like an acrylic bookmark i guess but like it's see-through but it has a ferris tattoo on it from akatar it's beautiful i'm obsessed i refuse to use it as a bookmark it is decor after we finish reading this book i'm gonna show you my bookmark i did get because it's gonna spoil some things for you if i show it to you so but it's, it's a good book. Okay. All right. So do you like to annotate or not annotate? Depends on what I'm reading. If I do annotate, though, it has to be like, so like if the book is blue, it's going to be a blue highlighter and blue tabs. Like I, it has to go together. I can't do like random. I don't like multiple colors. I'm like a one color kind of girl. 
I will say that I sometimes like to just like take a pen and underline instead of a highlighter so that it's not so messy on the page. It really just depends. I don't annotate everything I read though, but like my real, real favorite, something I'm really into, I'm going to annotate. How do you differentiate what, what you're annotating? Like, do you just annotate one thing or do you like say, here's a quote or whatever? You don't differentiate between I mark whatever oh, I want to mark. Because no. here's my thing. I'm, I'm not <laughs> going back to the book randomly on my bookshelf to go look through the red tabs. I'm not doing that. When I annotate it, it's literally for me in the moment to be like, oh, this was so good. And then when I reread it again, I'm like, oh, here comes another one. I just like the excitement. But it's really not I'm, not, I'm not like going back and being like, okay, the red scenes were spicy. And so I'm going to reread just the spicy scenes. I should. That's a good idea. But I don't do that. Well, I personally am not an annotate person. But for the sake of this podcast, I am. But to me, I have to color code if I'm going to do that. I'm very OCD. I like to categorize and, you know, make sure everything's right. But I also like, I feel like I can't enjoy the book as well if I'm going through and like marking off things as I'm going. So like for the sake of this podcast, for sure, I'm going to have to like come back to the book and like reread it to be able to really like differentiate, especially like, for example, my favorite book, there's a lot of like theories out there on tiktok and things like that with fourth wing so i really don't want to sit there and be like oh well this theory definitely like goes back with this but the first time i read it through i didn't know any of these spoilers or theories or anything like that so it really i didn't get to enjoy it as much if i would have known about all these in the first place so yeah i don't really annotate to come back to it i guess is why it's different for me but i definitely can understand like especially if you're reading it fast, if you're super into it and you're moving at a fast pace, then annotating just slows everything down. It just takes way longer. It's like, I almost like annotate to savor it more or less for me. To me, it's just more like a chore. Like you're, you're being like, okay, I've got to check off this off my list, you know, today to do this. And instead of just being like, oh my gosh, that was just a really good, like I spot cleaned that spot, you know, kind yeah. of like reference, like, you know, it's just like, okay, well now I have to go clean this and I've got to clean it. It's like, you don't want the detailed list of what all you have to clean on a shelf. You want to just be able to go and clean the shelf. So it's kind of the same Yeah, thing. no, totally. I get it. I disagree, but I get it. No, I'm just kidding. I'm just kidding. <laughs> okay. And this is why opposites attract. That's right. That's why we're doing this together so that everybody can feel included. <laughs> Okay, so number nine is whether we prefer standalones or series. I don't know that I have a preference. I'll read just about anything, honestly. But I will say that if I'm going to start a series, I'd like it to be finished. If I'm super into it, I will start it and I will wait. But if I know there's going to be seven books and I'm like, oh, I don't know that I can start that right now because... I don't want to wait. It takes forever for them to come out, which is understanding. It's a long, hard process. I'm not complaining about that. It's just my patience is thin. And I could always just, you know, save that on my TBR and read it in 20 years instead of having to wait for all seven to come out. See, I like, I like being a part of the hype in the moment, like, and then like the anticipation for the next books to come out. I do also hate waiting though. So it's just like, it's like a double-edged sword there, but I mean, it it just kind of depends, I think, on what it is. Like, obviously, I'm going to talk about Fourth Wing a lot. I'm just going to be honest. She's never going to stop. (laughs) But with Fourth Wing, I really, really just want her to, like, get the third book out as soon as possible. But I also know that it's going to take some time for her to really get that story right and be able to produce a good book instead of just, you know, get all this anticipation for the third book and then it falls flat then nobody's going to want to read the fourth book. So, Yeah, it's definitely... Rebecca, I need you to get on it, sis. I'm sorry. I don't mean to rush you, but she's killing me with the anticipation. One day, it's don't read it. The next day, it's you have to read it now. It's no, don't wait. You can wait for it. No, you need to read. There's no consistency. She's losing her mind. As... As I'm telling her, don't read it. I'm really secretly sending her TikToks and Instagram posts and things like that of like different scenes and quotes and theories. So that way it maybe like intrigues her to read. And so then like, I don't feel as bad for forcing her to read because she chose to do it on her own and it wasn't my influence. (laughs) I'm bad about like even, so for example, I love Sarah J Moss and Crescent City one and two have been out for her a little bit now and three literally came out 
today, by the way. That's when we recorded. And I still have not read one and two because I was waiting for three to come out, which is dumb because I could already be reading three if I had read one and two. But I have not, which is very sad. So if I'm like super into it, if I super love it, I will read it ahead of, you know, obviously the, the series being completed. But if I'm not, I'm going to wait or I'm not going to read it at all. I'll forget about it. But who knows? I personally, the series to me is the better option just because I feel like there's just, it's almost like a movie. Like if you try to shove everything into one movie, it's not going to be as good. So like to me, if you're able to like draw it out a little bit and like really build like the scene, the characters, like everything with it, I feel like it just builds that so much more of like enjoyment of the world that basically the author is creating. It's almost like, I mean breaking dawn got split into two different movies why was i thinking the exact same thing (laughs) i was like twilight but it was so much better because they were able to include so many more details and like different things and i mean it still it still was enjoyable of course because they added a scene that everybody thought was just like they just totally detoured off of the book Mm -hmm. but you know it's just to me like it was just so much more enjoyable because i was able to really like get into it a lot more with all of the different movies and stuff oh and it definitely definitely got better as it went but no offense i love you i like the books not as much maybe the movies but the books were definitely my all-time favorites i've read them 57 times like they're one of my all-time favorites yeah fourth wing's getting up there but we're only on the third read by now so <laughs> well, do you prefer to read the book before you watch the movie or do you watch the movie and then read the book it depends like if i if i know it's something that i would actually enjoy watching um i will read the book first because i want all the details to like because sometimes it some things don't make sense in the series like a tv show probably a little bit more but if it's coming out as like a movie i kind of read the background but like for instance bridgerton i wasn't sure i was gonna like the books because i wasn't really into like that renaissance kind of thing and so whenever i watched the series i really enjoyed it so i went back and read the books so i think it just depends on if it's a topic i think i would like i would i would read the book first but if it's not i i wouldn't okay so I a thousand percent would prefer to read the books first and then watch the movie because if you watch the movie you like really get the whole gist of it and by the time you get to the book you get a little details here and there but the movie's pretty much what happens but if you read the book first I feel like the movie always changes something so it feels different like it I don't mm-hmm. know which is yeah. weird because if you watch the movie then read it I'm saying it doesn't change but I swear it does it, it's like a different Sometimes it's like who they casted changes the story or, and once you have that like cast in your head, then when you read the book, that's who you picture, you know? And so I like to kind of imagine it all myself and then see how they put it onto a TV screen. See, to me, some of them I have been disappointed. Like, I agree. for instance, some of the things with Twilight, I was really excited to like see how they reflected it in there and then like it missed it here and there. And like some of it, I was like, oh, well, they missed this, you know, scene that really established, like Harry Potter, for example. I mean, there's a lot more into those books that just would establish a whole different thing, which of course now they realize that and they're coming out with the TV mm-hmm. series. But, you know, there's just so much more that they could have added to like establish that kind of. I don't know, world building. Yeah, no, I agree. And I think sometimes they worry that, like, the world building won't be as interesting, and so they skip it almost, like they rush into it. But for us readers, that's part of the journey, and that really sets the scene (laughs) for everything else in the book, and it's necessary. And I find myself sometimes I'm like, oh, we get it already, the yada yada, you know, whatever, this is what it is. But then I I try to take a step back and be like, no, no, no. But that has some importance. Like, the author didn't just build that world for no reason. So, I definitely think that gets lost sometimes in movies and TV series. And fingers crossed, it doesn't get lost in Akatar because I'm going to lose my mind if it does. (laughs) (laughs) Well, hopefully, like, especially now that Fourth Wing's been announced to be a TV series, I'm really excited to, like, see how a lot of those details play in. Because even then, like, some of the spicy scenes are probably not going to be appropriate for like tv show and stuff but you know they may be able to put them in and you know do it but it just kind of depends on some they of better the put in. some Children, of the things go away for the adults <laughs> <Go>. <laughs> but i mean some of the scenes are very important to the storyline yeah. 
no matter how spicy it is, yeah. but you know, some of them are important. So I think that it just kind of depends on how they play that out, whether or not it'll, it'll turn out good, but I'm going to be really disappointed if it doesn't. I understand. <laughs> I'm still waiting. So, <laughs> so the next one is introvert or extrovert. So me personally, I am an introvert through or through. I like to be at home. I like to be to myself me my books my dogs that's kind of where i like to be i am an extrovert in some situations though it depends on who i'm with who i'm around what i'm doing um but i mainly prefer to stay to myself and my social battery drains pretty quickly whenever i'm out and about and chit-chatting so i like to be home home pretty quickly and and kind of okay well i plan to be here for two hours let's charge my battery for two hours enough to get here drain let's go (laughs) yes no I agree totally and it drains so quick in certain circumstances that I'm just like I've been here five minutes and I I'm ready to go especially I get so mad if I get like all dressed up and I go somewhere and then I'm there and I'm like why did I put all this effort into coming to this place I don't even want to be here I want to go home (laughs) curl up in my reading chair with my comfy blanket my book and and then you think about how long it's going to take for you to get undressed and your makeup <laughs> off and all that kind of stuff. And you're just like, man, now it's going to be like six hours because I had to drive yep. here. Now I have to like leave. And then you you're know, exhausted. It's just, it's so you're much like more effort. trying to read, but you're falling asleep. And then it's like, I didn't even get to read yes. today. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I'm definitely an introvert through and through. I would, I prefer, and like, I don't know about you, but for me, like I have to have my alone time. I have to have time away from people mm-hmm. or I'm grumpy. If you don't feed me and you don't yeah. give me my alone time, I am grumpy. All right. So number 11, we're only doing 15, just so you guys know. So bear with us. But number 11. You, you threw in a bonus question. Oh, we did have a bonus question. I forgot I created one on the spot <laughs> while we're just sitting here. Sorry. So number 11 is whether you prefer fiction or nonfiction. As you can probably already tell from our answers, we prefer fiction. I personally wouldn't say that I dislike nonfiction, but it definitely has to be something that I'm into. I want to read. I'm interested in. It's not, I'm not just going to pull one off the shelf. Like I've got to know somebody probably that's read it and they've got to tell me that they like it, you know, things like that. Or it's, or it's about a person that I want, like Jeanette McCurdy's book, a thousand percent. I want to read that. I own it. I just have yet to read it. But, but if I had to pick a thousand percent, I'm picking fiction every day of the week. Yeah, same here. I mean, like Prince Harry's book, for example, I was really interested in getting to know kind of a behind the scenes of the royal family and stuff like that. And I felt like that was the firsthand account, you know, kind of getting there. But, you know, it it just kind of depends on the person and and kind of what it's about. No, I have read some biographies that kind of held my attention and stuff, but it it really just kind of has to be about a topic I, I like, like for instance, I, I liked a lot of, read a lot of true crime. So a lot of those kind of different nonfiction books I kind of enjoy, but um, it's just, it, it kind of has to be something of my interest, but fiction through and through, I don't, I don't even know if besides Prince Harry's book, I own another nonfiction book, to be honest. So, I mean, it's, it's mainly my, my interest. Yeah, that's definitely fair. And that kind of, talking about true crime, kind of leads us into the next one, if you want to go ahead and do that one. Well, I take that back. I actually do own a lot of true crime books, to be honest. <laughs> that's, a, that's her main source no. of nonfiction right there, is true crime. Yeah, it, it's, yeah it's, it's probably at least 50 books in my library, not even going to lie, but... I used it as an example and then forgot about it already. <laughs> the next one is fantasy or thriller, and I really just think it's fantasy for me it's it, it just to me develops like like a whole different scene in my head and I just like fall into this world I actually saw a TikTok the other day where some girl was just like coming over to visit her boyfriend and she had just finished reading a book and she was just like searching for the enemy and you know like all this kind of stuff and it was just like ah, you pretty much deep dive like that but thriller to me is more so like I I enjoy that, but I would rather like watch a movie about that than I would actually read it. Yeah, no, I agree. And like you were talking about true crime, if I'm going to read a thriller, I need it to be like a real scenario, something that actually happened, a real person, rather than some fictional thing. And I don't know if that's because of like what mm-hmm. we studied in my everyday life. I'm, I'm in it constantly, so I don't know if that's why, but I'm 
if I have to pick, I'm definitely picking fantasy. I love, love, love it. Well, I think with true crime though too, it's 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 hard if you honestly haven't ever studied it or you know been a part of that kind of world like we have in a sense to be able to kind of get in the mindset of somebody to really write something that intrigues somebody so much because i mean i'm i'm the type of person i prefer to be in the mind of you know the killer or you know the the person the victim or something like that but you know if you're not really ever experiencing anything like that i think it's really hard to write so it kind of makes it a little less exciting to read no i totally agree and we always talk about this but it's it's predictable most of the time if it's fiction it's Mm -hmm. not there's nothing new to it you can guess what's going to happen or whatever and i and it is hard i'm sure as an author if you haven't been in that position and most of them probably haven't been murderers to get into that mindset if you haven't studied it i would fingers (laughs) crossed you aren't out here murdering people and writing books getting rich off that but you never know research is necessary and i wouldn't doubt if there at some point has been i mean i'm i'm sure based on statistics there is at least one so (laughs) but yeah that really comes down for it for me like it's just not it gets predictable and it's it's the same thing over and over and over instead of something new or and also partially i like reading about if it's a real thing because they are real people and so you get to hear about you know real victims and you get to put names and that's always I, I think that's who should be remembered anyways but don't get me started on that rant well and i think especially in your life that kind of helps you be able to advocate for future victims and stuff like that that you have to encounter and and stuff like that to be able to really get into their perspective of what's going on in their lives and stuff as well yeah i mean and well and we do criminal defense as well so we don't just have the victims but we and, and in criminal cases, we don't have victims. In divorce cases, if they're like a victim of domestic violence, we do have some of those. But we're yeah. our, it's it's really interesting on a day to day basis to be switching back and forth between the sides. And it's so important to me too. I'm just going to say this while we're here, but it's important that if you are doing those sorts of books or those sorts of podcasts or whatever, that you're actually educated and telling people the correct information i cannot tell you how many times i have listened to a podcast or watched tv and it's wrong it's totally wrong they're educating people on the wrong thing it's dangerous especially if it's domestic violence so make sure you are intaking information that's true and accurate because if you ever need it one day you're gonna (laughs) you're gonna hope it's right and and that's a reason why we didn't do true crime and we did books is it takes so much time to research and kind of know that with our current jobs that there's there's no way that we had (laughs) enough time to do that so uh, i mean because i mean once you once you read about one thing you have to go and research that again and, and further but with books we can discuss kind of our own opinions read through you know spend a couple hours on that and then you know also get your guys's point of views and theories and tiktok theories and things like that and kind of really invest in in that you guys kind of do your own research for us kind of situation as far as just referencing back to the book instead of like referencing a case or anything like that as well and it's more fun it's more lighthearted when it's fiction than it is real world yes so, yes. Yeah. So then kind of related to that, the next one is would we choose romance or action? And I would definitely choose romance between the two. I would agree with what Emily said earlier is that I would prefer to watch like action movies than I would actually read a book that was action. Um, mm-hmm. I will say that action normally is kind of intertwined with fantasy, but um, we're thinking more of like Mission Impossible action. So definitely rather watching yes. those movies. Fast and Furious, I'm watching those movies, but I wouldn't. Marvel. Yes, Marvel i mean to me it's just the romance i like reading the details like you know what's going on in their minds like building up that anticipation like all of that kind of stuff makes the scene so much better than you just kind of getting like oh i went in for a kiss and i ran away you know like you know something like that like you know (laughs) (laughs) it was the first thing that came to mind (laughs) but like I mean, that kind of thing, you don't know why they ran away. You just know that they did. So it's just like, you know, it just builds that, I think, a little bit more. But like with action, it's really hard, I think, for an author to really like verbalize almost like every detail about an action scene to really build that scene authentically so you can see it in your head where like a marvel movie i mean they do amazing job on all of the cinematic stuff that they do so i mean it's a total different ball game you know seeing it and it actually being like what you picture yeah marvel is 
delightful. We love them. Well, I guess related to romance, the next one is, do you prefer enemies to lovers or fake dating? And I know I know where Carly stands on this, but I, I think it just kind of depends on the situation. I have read some really good fake dating books that really, you know, just the kind of the cat and mouse game that they played to like get to that point where they fall in love. That I like. It just, I have to be in the mood for that kind of thing. But like the enemies to lovers, hands down, every fantasy book i think pretty much has enemies to love around most so i mean i absolutely love that through and through but it's definitely it depends on what i'm reading kind of if it fits the scenario of what the book is about yeah i so i'm a sucker for tropes love a good trope love multiple tropes so like if i have fake dating i love to have it like where he falls first like he's been in love there the whole time Love that. A thousand percent. Would never <laughs> hate on fake dating, okay? But if I had to pick one, I'm picking enemies to lovers because I could read that I could read that one trope for the rest of my life and never tire of it. The one bed who did this to you, absolutely, hands down, eat that up every single time. Without a doubt. The book could be terrible and have that trope and I'm gonna love it. <laughs> Well, I mean, with the enemies to lovers, I think there has been some books that I've read that had like some flaws in like the enemies to lover thing. So I think that's where I'm not like die hard for that. But I mean, if they if they're a good author that like really executes it really well, absolutely. That's what I would go for every day. But really fake dating, it's kind of impossible to really screw that up. So it's almost like a predictable thing that's just like a comfort kind of read. Yeah, no. Well, and I have some like I have certain, like, favorite authors that do, like, softer romance that have, like, a lot of fake dating or whatever that, like, every single time they do it, it hits so different. But Enemies to Lovers for me just hits every single time. I don't know. I just love it. I love it. Um, our last <laughs> and final, this or that, is hero or villain. Emily? I, again, I think it just depends. If it's like a really hot guy in a scene and he happens to be the villain, wholeheartedly voting for him all the way through. But I mean, there is certain ones. Shadow Daddy, he's all he's all there. But like a hero, I mean, there is some some books I love to read that I, I really like that coming out on the top you know kind of thing i just i think it depends on my mood and how i'm feeling like if i'm like if i'm like in a mood to like really just read like a real good villain movie or really good villain book or whatever yeah i'll go for the villain but it's just i think it just depends but if i had to choose i would probably choose the hero over the villain more often than not see and even for me like not even romantically, but, like, if I had to pick between, like, the female main character being a villain or a hero, I'm going villain. I love it. That's partially probably interconnected with my enemies to lovers, too. But um, I, I don't, like, diss the hero unless the hero is, like, a fake hero. Then I'm dissing him hard. But if he's, like, a real hero, like, good for him, right? But he's probably blonde. And we're over here for the dark-haired man, okay? So, yeah, I'm a villain lover. I am. I I kind of feel like some some authors, and I'm not saying every one of them. So this is my opinion. This Don't is an opinion. Me. We're allowed but to have them. We like to crawl them like we read Period. them over here. So <laughs> I really feel like with the with the hero and villain thing, I do feel like some authors focus more on building the character of the hero than they do with the villain. So I think that's kind of where my influence is with the yeah. hero because I feel like the, the villain can just be a villain and that's already setting everything up for them yeah. where the hero, you get more details about kind of like what made them this way and kind of like the process to get to the point where they're the hero. So I feel like there's a lot more like story building with a hero than there is with oh, the villain. Oh, I would agree a thousand percent. Please authors, Give us the backstory of the villain because real life, everyone has a backstory and you can still love them because of it. Now, obviously, there, and there are some villains you should not love and I have boundaries, but the majority of villains in books <laughs> have my heart. I mean, not to keep going back to fourth week, but 
I mean, really, the way that Rebecca Yarrow set up Zayden, I mean, it made you impossible not to like him. And right. honestly, I kind of feel like a lot of the backstory she, in especially in Iron Flame, she set up more of a backstory on Zayden than she did anybody. So, I mean, I really think that she really focused on both the backstories really well in both of the books, which you will know about when you finally read this Daggum series. Okay, but listen, but- I haven't even read it, and I already love Zayden and Violet. I've just seen fan art and clips and I'm already obsessed. Well, that's part of my subtle influence, but <laughs> a little spice, but, but honestly, I mean, it just, it just kind of depends on how that, that author established the characters to really know which way I would, would be going in that book. But I, I would have to say the hero is definitely established a lot more for me in most of the books I've read. Yeah. Give me all the shadow daddies. Mm. <laughs> all of them. Every single I mean, I ain't gonna complain if 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 that's all I have to read, I will be fine with I that. See. Wait till okay, listen, you can talk about fourth wing, but wait till you read Akatar. Then we will talk about a shadow daddy. Okay? <laughs> Let me tell you. And what's even It it is oh it's like after I finish Cool Prince. I will I will totally start that. Well, maybe after Crescent City, because I do want to read that first. You can't read that first. It, you don't even you have no, it, so you don't. Yes, I know. do. I do know. You can't read that first. <laughs> you have to read Akatar and Throne of Glass before you ever read Crescent City, or you're gonna mess up the whole timeline. Well, like girl mathing wise, I can't. I can't force myself to spend one hundred sixty dollars on a throne math or a Throne it's of Glass series because on Amazon it is one hundred and fifty seven dollars. Well, Amazon is wrong because you can buy it for like eleven dollars each in the store, and if there's eight books, that's eighty eight dollars, babe. Well, if you find that, you send it to me. I'm gonna, when's your birthday? Yes. No, I'm just kidding. I know when your birthday is. You know when my birthday is. <laughs> I know. I was joking. We, we've been yeah. friends since 2018, but she don't know when my birthday is. I know is. your birthday. Okay. It's in August, right? She's, she said to think about it. <laughs> it's in September. Shoot. I knew it was around there. I have it written down so I don't forget it. Mm, okay i have a lot going on okay no i'm just kidding (laughs) okay but no for real i will let you know when i find a good deal on it because they're not that expensive and you can buy them one by one and space it out a little bit more they're throwing of glass see i can i can do that like to me if i space it out and i buy like one at each time i can i can justify spending 20 dollars to 25 dollars on a it's book not at that a time. Much, but that's, i know that's like they're i promise you they're like 11 to 14 dollars each at boards and Noble. i just even then though it's gonna be really hard for me to be like i buy this one book and then i have to wait two weeks for me to go back to barnes and noble to buy it so okay but listen okay because and honestly our barnes and noble is not even open yet so that's sad I couldn't go buy it even if I wanted to. It opens like two weeks. You can buy it online. But anywho, listen, okay, because... Online was $157. (laughs) I mean, Barnes & Noble online. Anywho, here's the whole point. The whole point is, Throne of Glass is the best series by Sarah J. Moss. I love Akatar, and they're not at all in my hating. I love it. I eat it up. I've reread it multiple times. But Throne of Glass is the best series. However, when I say you have to read those two before CC, I'm being dead serious. The new book that just came out today, literally there's a crossover. So you cannot get to that yet until you've read the other ones. It's just less books. So I feel like if I read the less books, then I can really devour into the multiple You know, though, actually, Crescent City is, is more expensive. I've only ever been able to find it in hardcover, and they were 30 each. I scored I scored both in paperback for nineteen dollars a piece at the local bookstore. So scored. But but I'm telling you, you've got to read Throne of Glass. To me, it's I mean, it's like this thick of a book. Nineteen dollars to me true. for that thick of a book is is the steal. Hey, I paid the thirty. So I don't know what I'm talking about because I paid thirty for both of them, brand spanking new. So. <laughs> Because, I mean, some of those that are, like, this small, they're selling for, like, 25 bucks. And I'm just like, I ain't spending that on that, like, 200-page book. Isn't that crazy? It's, don't get me started on book prices. It, like. We need to start growing trees and making books. That's what we need we to should. start doing. Absolutely. We'd make so much money. 
let me know whenever you're rich and okay. can do that. Give me about 10 years. <laughs> <laughs> or like 100. Okay, so that wraps up our game of this or that. Next, we're going to tell you what to expect from our podcast, what we're doing next, where you can find our podcast, and what you should be reading in the meantime until we have our next episode. Emily, would you like to do the honors? All right. So to start us off with our first episode, which comes out March the 8th at 5 a.m., um, we are going... Sorry. Yes. Central Time. We will be reading my favorite series because Carly needs to read it. Um, so we conversation. <laughs> so we will be starting with Fourth Wing. We'll kind of just go over our opinions. I have already started annotating a whole lot, so we'll have plenty to talk about, and we'll kind of go through all of it. And we will be with you every single week with some kind of podcast episode. And if we take a break or anything like that, we'll of course let you guys know and keep you informed. But we hope that you guys pick this up and read it with us. I mean, it is. It's a really good book, so you should read it. Honestly, if you enjoy fantasy, what I, I've described it to Carly as, it's got like a little bit of a love triangle situation with Twilight. It's got some magic like Harry Potter. It's got a little bit of Game of Thrones with the dragons. It's got it's got kind of like a Percy Jackson kind of vibe with a camp kind of style. I mean, it's really got a little bit of everything for everybody. The enemies to lovers, like, I mean, it's really really fantastic shadow daddy just just a little bit of everything i really i really enjoy the writing style mainly because of kind of just the the character building like i've said multiple times in the episode Re rebecca yaros has a really great style of establishing really great character base and world base and stuff like that and i literally i started reading this thursday evening which was my biggest mistake because i had to work on friday i read it on my lunch break friday i literally stayed up until like three four o'clock in the morning thursday night i read it like thursday friday i think i i think i stayed up really late that night too and i got up early saturday morning and started to finish it and then i went right into iron flame and finished it by saturday evening so and like i said i've i am on my third read of this book as well so it's a really great way to start it off however we are not going to be strictly doing fantasy and only only certain things we are going to come up with like a game plan of each month's going to kind of have like a theme and of course we're going to release what we're reading at least like i would say two to three weeks in advance maybe even a month in advance we'll kind of let you guys know on our facebook page we have facebook instagram tiktok we have a website we'll definitely be releasing all of our information on all of those platforms to be able to to get you guys excited and honestly we want you guys to read along with us yes. you know if you have a fan theory you've thought of send it to us on tiktok if you have you know a question about something that you want our opinions on send it to us as well we promise we will not filter ourselves for any yep. reason and we are strictly focusing on the topic of the book and everything in the yes. book where we're not going to involve ourselves with any kind of stuff with authors or anything like that you know just because an author writes a book doesn't mean we have to agree or disagree with an author we can definitely though still like the book i mean we're we're going to go through nonfiction, fiction romance action thrillers so just because you may not like this style of book and you don't want to read this one with us you're welcome to tune in for a later episode or stay tuned on or keep updates with our facebook pages or anything to see what else we're reading to see if maybe there's something else you want to discuss yeah so we hope that you'll tune in and we hope that you'll enjoy our podcast provide feedback we're open to it this is our first episode obviously so we will grow as we go we hope that you guys enjoy it and we are on spotify Patreon, and Apple Podcasts. We also have a website if you'd like to check that out and a Facebook page. So check us out on social media. And as always, we promise to Carl them like we read them. You can also send us a message on our website to also send us referrals of books. Yes. Um, we are on Book Talk. So, I mean, we do get all of those kind of referrals, but we're going to try to do some popular ones. But we also want to throw in some that maybe would surprise us. And also, if you just want us to read a bad book or something like that that you just absolutely hated and you want to hear our opinion on definitely throw it out there sure. um if it is one that we cannot finish we are going to be honest with you guys and let you know that it was not something we could continue um because we do have day jobs yeah. so we want to be able to 
spend our time actually reading things that could be semi-interesting. And even though it may be bad, that doesn't mean it's not interesting. Agreed. But we just want to enjoy our time reading. Yeah, and just because it's a do not finish for us does not mean it will be for you. You might suggest a book to us and we might not like it. And that's okay because people like different things to read. But we're... Same as us suggesting a book to you. Correct. <laughs> and you might not agree with our opinions. That is totally fine. Feel free to share yours on our social medias and everything about what you thought about the book. We will definitely take suggestions, though, and keep those in mind as we pick our books for the next months. Absolutely. We also intend to do, like, a variety of other sorts of topics for our our podcast as well not just book reviews so if you have any ideas about what you'd like to see other games or bookish related things we would love to hear them we'll probably do occasionally do like a bookstore review where maybe we go to a bookstore and tell you about our favorite things or 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 maybe we tell you we don't like this bookstore again all of our opinions are personal they're just opinions they don't really hold any weight but we hope that you'll tune in and enjoy them anyways and we really are really good supporters of small businesses. Yes, There's a local, local book talk or bookstore that I go to. They're who I get most of my books through. So I definitely, if you guys have a suggestion of a shop that maybe have something that we would be interested in, you know, we're definitely interested in that as well. If you guys have, you know, a local bookstore to the Arkansas or to the Illinois area that you're interested in us visiting, we're open to that as well. But we definitely want to be able to support our local ones. Like I said, Barnes and Noble here hasn't even opened yet for us so but also i mean i can i get better book deals off of you know our my local bookstore so just another thing to keep in mind while watching our episodes and stuff and you know if you guys have something that you really you know enjoy using or suggestion of what you guys recommend to us please send it our way we respect your guys's opinion and we hope that you guys respect ours in return you know we're we're not for bashing we're not for anything like that so i just this is fun. So we hope that you guys enjoy it and you you guys invest in, in that time to, to listen to us and, and hear us talk. And I mean, for us to be introverts, we do both like to hear ourselves talk. So We sure do. <laughs> if you have any questions about where we bought our books, you can ask that. We're happy to, we're happy to share. I have a... We may not remember all the time. Yeah, no, but we're happy to at least recommend or we can locate something for you. <laughs> we're happy to sit here and yap about any and all books. So... Please feel free to share, join along, participate. We would love that. And if you're an author and you want to come on and yap, we will be happy to do that as well. Well, that should also be said. We will be discussing some books that have smut scenes, sex scenes, you know, stuff like that. So definitely, you know, take that with what you will. This is your warning and we'll try to do a warning at the beginning of each episode that, hey, this may not be appropriate for all viewers, but we definitely... We're going to talk about that stuff because a lot of it, like I said before, it builds up that scene and it, it, it relates to the plot, creates the yes. story. Yeah. And we're yeah. not, we're not meaning that we're going to be inappropriate or that we're going to be really talking about the sex itself. It's more of setting the scene and how it relates to the storyline. So just keep that in mind. And there may be a quote or two, like the throne room scene yes. <laughs> that we use, you know, those, those kind of quotes from, yes. but to worry we're not about only going to read smut books, but on the occasion we may read a smut book. So that might be, you know, the, a couple episodes that you're like, well, I'm not going to tune in this week because I don't want to hear about it. And that's perfectly fine. I enjoy my smut books. So we will at least be reading some of them. And you're welcome to do research. I mean, I'm I'm going to try to post on our TikTok like a, a slight little synopsis of what we're reading yeah. just so that way you, you guys are aware of our Facebook and Instagram and all that. So that way you at least have a summary to see if it's going to interest you guys before you guys pick it up to read it. But, you know, it's, it's really up to you guys whether you want to tune in or whether you guys want to read it. So, I mean, do with that what you will. But, I mean... It's, it's our, our podcast, our opinions, our, you know, choices of books. So nope. just because you may not like it doesn't mean that we have to. Yeah. Right. <laughs> okay. So as always, we promise to Carl them like we read them. We hope you enjoy and tune in to our next episode where we're going to discuss Fourth Wing.